Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to another episode of Is This Place Haunted? This place I'm in is. <laughs> it certainly looks like it. What with that sink on the wall and that dodgy looking mirror. and <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome most... to another episode. Just as a little bit of background, I am in doctor's accommodation on site in a hospital and I'm pretty sure there's, uh, there's ghosts wandering about me. Yeah, it's not the most stylish room, but yeah, like it's oh. it does the job. Carol Smiley is is could never. Could you not? <laughs> she could never. <laughs> she couldn't. It's it's not quite duck egg blue. Do you know what I mean? No, it doesn't With look like it. Is, are the are the lights quite harsh in the room as well? It seems like I can either have full lights on or this yeah. lamp. Oh, I see. Right. Okay. So yes, they're a little bit harsh. Um, but also, like, I could put it down a setting, but then the darker it is, the spookier it is. Do you know what I mean? Looks like you're literally about to do surgery in that room. I am. I'm like, oh, let's rub in, guys. Get ready to go. <laughs> anyway, Lauren, how are you um, doing? Yeah, good. Last day of the holidays for me today, so not looking forward to tomorrow because I'm back in the bloody virtual office but I was gonna say just look back to the time that you actually were in the office oh my god like (laughs) I would have an actual breakdown these days if I had to go back to the office like thank god they're still not like that like they're proper like any bother coming in babes because we can't be bothered (laughs) literally in fact my yeah I don't even have a manager for the first month coming back actually so I don't know what the hell's gonna be going on when I get back because he's away on pat leave oh my god yeah so I was like yes. parties everyone <laughs> parties haven't said that my team and my boss is pretty chill anyway so I'm quite lucky but but yeah 
we don't really go into the office anymore. Thank God. I'd love to work from home. My day was busy. My day was busy. As we outlined in the Patreon episode, PS, if you want Patreon, if you're missing the kind of tangent at the start, only only three quid a month to get it. Or four episodes extra a month. That's very cheap. That's such amazing, yeah. So just search for us on Patreon. This is Place Haunted. As we spoke about there, NHS is a bit of an apple crumble Mm. at the moment. Um, I know. God, we love he's working in it, honestly. Definitely the worst I've I've seen it. Um, people are trying their best in a very broken system. Something's going to give somewhere. Mm. And I was speaking to mom and dad, right? And I had a very serious conversation with them because I touch wood, hope it never comes to it. But the way things are at the moment, if something was really wrong with my mom and dad... Mm-hmm. I don't know if the NHS has the resources to deal with it. Oh my god! So That's I said so to them, bad. "Looking to get in private health care insurance because, God forbid, you're ever diagnosed with cancer. Like, again, the system is they're, they're trying their fucking best. They're trying, but like without all the staff and stuff, like, are you going to get the very, very top treatments? Are you going to get all the treatments you possibly can? I'm not sure." Sh- <laughs> The only thing, the only thing that I would say about that is though that we need to, as a public body, as well as what the workers are already doing with striking and all that, is we should be pushing the government 100%. to reform. A hundred. We shouldn't be like we shouldn't exactly be getting what the Tories want. This is exactly what the yeah. Tories want. They want people to be like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to get private healthcare insurance." No, absolutely. Have- I fundamentally hundred percent agree that we need to be doing better for the NHS. However, I'm not going to be taking the risk with my mum and dad. I know, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, of course I get that and stuff, but I just feel like as a public, we should like, we should 100%. not have to resort to that. Like, 100%. we should be out being like, do we need to pay more? Do we need to stop like corruption yeah. in government? Do we need to like, what do we need to do? Do we need to let more people in the country again, thanks Brexit, so that we have more resources in the NHS? Yeah. Like, what yeah. the f- <laughs> I, mean, I think Germany's healthcare, like we pay 3% less towards healthcare than Germany does. And the difference is vast. I bet it is, yeah. Germany will be like fucking... The sake of 3%. I think we'd all pay a little bit more just to... If you ask any anybody, even Tory voters down south, who aren't total cunts, if you say you have to pay a little bit more tax to support all the infrastructure around you, roads, doctors, schools, blah, Pot blah, blah. Holes, life. Holes. Anyone, anyone that says, no, I wouldn't pay for that is a I'm selfish... And deserves to die in a ditch. I pay a high tax bracket. So just saying for anyone, anyone that wants to date me and stuff. <laughs> and I flipped your hair there. You're like anyone, <laughs> anyone who's up for it. Um, <laughs> I would, I would pay any number. I really would because I don't need a fucking load of money. I just need enough to buy the some shit I need and essentials and maybe go on holiday twice a year if I can. But I'll pay anything to support the community. I said this to this guy that I worked with who down south and stuff, and I explained to him, I said, that's what I would do. I'd pay more money for the infrastructure to help the wider community. And he of could not course. understand it. This is what I always say to people who, especially who, let's face it, like, majority of people in Scotland aren't, okay, without sounding like a wanker, aren't paying the higher tax bracket. We both are, right? We're high earners for our age, blah, blah, blah. 
It would be in our interest though, for everyone to vote Tory. I would, I would cut my own hands off if I ever like. <laughs> we've, we've not got like the moral compass of a fucking apricot. Yeah, I totally believe in the welfare state. Don't know where apricots I... from there, but you get what I mean, though. Like, I'm like, there's no excuse. If anybody's going to benefit from a Tory government, it's people who are in the high tax bracket. Anyway, well. Not with this fucking Tory government, bloody fucking, or oh, just the one percent are getting the benefits, like which is don't. shocking enough. We can be rioting about that. I know, don't. So, anyway, um, yeah, I don't understand it. People are selfish cunts. I don't get it. I mean, if people listen to this podcast by now, they're in season two. They probably know we're definitely not Tories. We're yeah. very anti-Tory. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you're right. We should be right in the streets. For, for what's happening to the NHS is above and above. Just, like everything that the late, the last 12 years has proved that that government are, were corrupt or m- mostly corrupt and now they're incompetent and corrupt. And I it's like, why are we not forcing them out of office? It's a we-eating society party. That's literally what it is. If I was down in England right now, that's the, what I'd be fucking doing. We're a little bit shielded because we're devolved up here. But like, literally, if I was down in England and I had the same principles I have now, which I would, I would be literally like, why are we not going on marches every two minutes? 100%. Like, I don't get it. Also, right. So this is quite funny. Um, and you'd agree with me. So on Hinge, there was a guy who had, he he looked like, okay, like he had a good job and he was quite good looking. And he was quite tall. <laughs> right, all right. And um, I got to the fourth photo and he's got a selfie with Boris Johnson. <laughs> never swiped left so hard in my life. A scumbag. I was like, why would you put that on there in Scotland? <laughs> he's in Scotland and he has that. That's a, death, a death wish, babes. I don't know, you get Scottish Tories as well. I don't know. They're fewer yeah, they're um, They're the fucking worst. On a happier note, happy Sorry. new year. <laughs> yeah, happy new year. And happy new happy year to all. Yeah, I hope this year's better for everyone. Although it seems like it's kicking off. I mean, like listen, Andrew- started off on an Andrew Tate arrest. <laughs> yeah, got that done. Thanks, um, Greta. What's Queen name? Greta. Thanks, Greta. Um, not only is she like servicing like the like that girl. There will be, in, in, in 10, 20, 50 years' time, there will be statues of that 100%. girl. Like, 100%. literally. Like, not, in, I mean, like, for everything she's done for the environment, for, like, um, that, for getting that sack of shit put in jail. Honestly. It's, like, it's the fact that he thought he was being so, like... So clever. Like, totally going to get a reaction and... Put the pizza box on. I just love it. We just love to see it. Like that is that makes me believe in karma and divine justice. <laughs> yeah, and also apparently Kanye West is missing. Oh, yeah. Apparently he's gone missing somewhere, which kind of predicted. There was a girl on TikTok who claimed to be like a, a predictive medium psychic, and she predicted that he would die this year. Have you? Which sent I would not wish. What? Have you sent me someone for videos? No, I don't think I sent you that. Or maybe I did. She also predicted another death that I was like, oh, don't say that. But like, um, 
I was a bit like, oh god. I, you know what? I mean, I used to be a massive Kanye fan, and now I can't even bear to. I can't bear. I to cannot stand him now. And the fact that he was like blatantly like, listen, I am not a Kim Kardashian fan. I, it really makes me sad how famous the Kardashians are. I, um, I can't stand. But he was like blatantly harassing her in public. He was. He was also like tweeting her new boyfriend, like making it really difficult for her to move on. If that wasn't in the public eye, that would be like arrest behavior. Totally. I mean, he would be like restraining order. But yeah, um, so he's missing. And then there was something else good happened. But then another a tragic thing happened, which really upset me, which was the death of Vivian Westwood. I know. I can't believe that. Like fucking. I was gutted. Like I love her, love everything about her. Watched, read a few of her books. Like we need to wrap Julie Andrews and Bubble Wrap because I cannot lose another icon. (laughs) I I love Julie Andrews, but I wouldn't. (laughs) I wouldn't compare her as much to Vivian (laughs) Westwood. It was more when like like the white and stuff died. Yeah, I was gonna say though, if I can say my quick piece on Vivian Westwood not only was she an independent couture designer through her whole life so she wasn't like lorded over by like you know how like Tom Ford and all those guys are like big corporate fashion designers right she was always independent on reusable she like embodied like you know like reusing she thought about the environment she was an activist until the day she died huge human right activist and pretty much created like the punk movement like with obviously Malcolm McLaren but like She's an icon, so it's a huge loss. And that's all I'm going to I think she was one of life's good people. She was, and she kept her northern accent, like, her whole life. Did she? Yeah, she was from Cheshire or somewhere like that. Oh, did she? Uh, she actually had an amazing accent. Um, So, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. But, yeah, I hate it when icons die. I know. Shit. I know, we've lost a lot in the last year. Like, it's been a tough year, icon-wise. Icon wise, so like so we said, to wrap up Julie Andrews, we need to wrap up David Attenborough. Yeah, but he's somebody. Somebody described Prince Philip as this one time, and it was like, <laughs> um, somebody said that when he was, remember when he came to the hospital, and they're like, "This is like an iPhone on like zero <laughs> percent." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because the iPhone you dropped in the toilet and right. <laughs> yeah. This is like this is like uh on battery mode with zero percent. And like, oh my god, the Queen dying this year was massive as well. As we I think I watched I don't think I got as much out of my TV license as I did that <laughs> week, by the way. Like it's nonstop. The most gutting uh, thing for the sorry, a train just is going by. The most gutting thing for the Queen dying for me is the fact that we've now got a male monarch. I know, and we'll never see we will never see a female monarch in our lifetime again. Because we'll yeah. get and our children will be dead probably by the time we have a I don't know if the royalty, I don't know if the monarchy will actually outlive Charles I anyway. I don't think it will. I'm gonna say something right. And royalists I don't are, mind Charles. I'm royalist or not, I think people will agree with me. I'm so tired of hearing about Harry and Meghan and all of that. I don't care. I don't care. Do what you want. If you want to live your life away, please do. I totally understand why you left. Meghan was treated abhorrently. In the words of Meredith Marks, that was repugnant. 
Go away and live your best goddamn life. I am so tired about hearing about William thinks this. You think that? I don't care. I don't care. Don't care. Do not care. Like, the only people that care are the scumbags that read the fucking Daily Mail and whatever else. And really, the people who prove exactly the point Meghan Markle is making. Yeah, like, and like, why should they give a shit about what those people think? Like, they're dog shit. Like, Literally. babes, just go and live in LA. <laughs> like, who cares? Like, live just your go back best and life. And just live your best life. Yeah. And like, also, it's almost like, oh no, we need to set the story straight. And I'm like, yeah, but people that matter don't fucking care. Like, but also, like, we, you're doing that, and it. people still think this about you. Like, let's face it, it's a bit about the old. It's got to be about money as well. Surely, that, come on. I just like, I don't. I can't blame you. Get money. Do what you want. Get money, get money, but just don't do you. The one issue that I did have was I thought she was quite disrespectful towards the Queen when she laughed about Kurt Sainer. Yeah. Somebody who is not royalist, that came across to me quite disrespectful. Yeah. I know. I did think, I was like, do you know that way though? I wasn't like proper, like, I hate her. I was just like proper, like, babes, why do you do that? Do I think she's quite annoying? I do, I do think she's a little bit annoying. I think, I think I that think she's, she's like, I think she's one of those people that's like, I just love going to like, um, spin at 5am. I just love it. She's one of those people. Yeah. She's, she's, she's harmless, she but is. she's annoying. I mean, yeah. I mean, I didn't mind her the first, I watched, I watched all the episodes, right? And I actually quite liked, I actually sort of, sort of came to warm to her after the first third, three episodes, I think. And then the fourth episode, I thought, oh, that is terrible what happened to her. Yes. so, so bad. Yeah. I don't understand why that's the way she is. But then I was, at the end of it, I was like, I bet who gives a fuck, babe? Just fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Like, or, or like, if what you want is a private life without any interference, why are you making a Netflix documentary? Oh, and did he living in Tyler Perry's house? Like, it's like, what the fuck, babes? Also, but, like, like, have you seen the TikToks? Don't get me wrong, the real enemy here is 100% the British media who, you know, are the issue with Princess Diana and Meghan, all of it. They're the real monsters in this story. But there was, a, there was a TikTok of Michael Scott from The Office and it's like, am I amazing hero? Yes. And it was like, this is Meghan Markle in that documentary. Mm. And it's so accurate. It is it? That's a little She's bit. Very- she's full of it but she's full of it in that american way i mean they are like that a lot of them they like, are and like, she was like i'm a hugger and that's just like really jarring for a lot of brits it's like come up to fucking glasgow and you'll be getting hugs left right and center in scotland yeah, i'll give her a cuddle um oh. here's the other thing and this is petty and i've just noticed my cats have ruined my curtains at the side oh my god <laughs> kill that cat um megan kept referring to well they kept referring to each other as their like their initials so it was like h and m and i was like please don't stop that annoyed me so i was like his name's harry if i was her pal i'd be like stop saying that you're a dick stop trying to make that happen it's not going to happen not gonna happen honey imagine i met someone and i was like oh my god babes this is b this is c I would be like, why are you saying that? <laughs> I know what your name is. Like, it's what's wrong with you? 
It's, a lovely it's like they're the Ouija boards, you know, when they're like, what is your name? And then they only spell one letter. H. <laughs> How pretentious. <laughs> Literally, they are. However, I hate the British media and they have a lot to answer for. Yeah, they do. And I also don't care about the royals. Um, what I was going to say as well, um, he also did, an, not to go on about it too much, but um, he also did an interview on CNN with, what's his name, that gay guy um, who's fabulous. I mean, he, used to go, he used to be Andy Cohen's boyfriend. Um, oh, I don't know. The guy with the grey hair, he, he's really popular <laughs> Babes, in America. This is not narrowing people down. Fabulous gay people he's with grey hair. There's so many. Oh, what's his name again? He's, um, he's a CNN um, guy. Ast- Cooper. Something oh, yes. Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anderson, Anderson Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, yeah. He did an interview with him the other day there, and I was like, I actually saw it come up on TikTok again, and I was like, can I, can I just... Oh, just get out my face, man. Do what you want. Live your best life. I'm not <laughs> sure if you're going to live somewhere. Just get out of my face. Get out I mean, of my pubs. I hope it's all bloody worth it, but it's not going to reform the whole fucking British media, which needs to be completely restricted. Like, they need to be 100%. Has some class like the Guardian. Do you know what I mean? They've class. all got all the all the grace and decorum of a reverse and dump truck. In the words mm-hmm. of the icon Peter, "Come, come down with me." I love that episode. Me too. It's such an icon. Such an icon. It's when he looks at the screen and he's like, "I'm actually going to rewatch Come Down with Me on um, it's on Netflix right it's on now." Netflix. Yeah, I've watched some of it. I love, I, watch, I, lo- I love stuff like that. I would, I would never watch it without the narrator, though. The narrator honestly deserves a BAFTA. Uh, I think he was. I'm sure they were nominated. So sort of thing we nominated for. Um, he should the, be. I've been watching Below Deck, like, all week. With Heather Gay on it. Oh, yeah, that's Below Deck Adventure. <sighs> Heather's really... Anyway, let's not get into it. We can keep these for like our tangents or whatever. But keep like... these for our Patreon, but yeah. Um, okay, are we ready for the app? I think so. We've done enough ranting already. We have, and we've got a Patreon rant for anybody who wants more. Um, so this week's episode, I have done fairies because this was the lovely people of our Instagram who chose this topic. We gave them Me four too. choices, and they went with kind of Scottish folklore. So thanks for choosing. Um, as a side note, I do have a cold and um, I'm really sorry if I cough mid-sentence. I'll try my best not to. Um, right, Lauren. What do you know? I, I love fairies. Um, I'm obviously, well, I don't love them because obviously I'm really into like paganism and I was reading a book earlier last year and it's all about how actually fairies are little bastards. Yes. You shouldn't say that. Don't say they that, though, babes. Um, well, allegedly. Um, but, like, yeah. Um, I actually, I'm quite fearful of them. So I think if I was out in the woods one day and I saw one, I'd probably run away really quickly. Do you believe in babies? Babes, I believe in everything. Like, Do- literally. Apart from Meghan Markle and Harry bringing out another series. That's <laughs> like- absolutely fair. <laughs> no, I believe in I mean... Being Scottish, there's so much like, you know, there's so much lore and Celtic and, and like I said, everything sort of and and like in the ancient religions, these all have played significant parts. Mm. And I it's so part of our history. I, yeah, I believe in a lot of shit like that. I believe in anything, babes. 
I'm not sure I do believe in fairies, but it's interesting to read about. I'm more fascinated by the fact that, like, if they're not real, the fact that these are all, like, figments of imagination. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's so cool. Um, So, fairies are a prominent and important part of Scottish folklore. So it's said that, you know, throughout, even earlier than the Middle Ages, every walkway, waterway, loch is said to have a fairy there to protect it. And Scottish fairies have many different names. Um, the old Scots tend to call them the good folk, and that's spelled G-U-I-D, like the good folk. Uh, and that was to stay on their good side because, like you said, they're quite, uh, they're quite wee menaces. Would that ways. not be the good folk? <laughs> What's that? Would not be the good folk? You say it like that then. All right, sorry. You see? You did it good. Okay, good. Good folk. Um, in Gaelic, they're known as she, which is spelled S-I-T-H. And there's many places in Scotland that are named after this pronunciation. So there's Glen She, which translates to Fairy Glen. She Hallian, which translates to Fairy Hill of the Caledonians. Jesus. Side note on Shehalian, by the way, hardest climb for me. <laughs> it's got six, six false N's. And every time we got to one point where I thought it was going to be over, my friend Paul would be like, that's it, Lauren, we're nearly at the top. And then I'd literally climb over a wee bit of rock. And he went, <laughs> no, it's no, it's further on. <laughs> I was like raging. Oh, anyway, sorry. Maybe it was the fairies. It probably was pure chicken <laughs> for 12 hours or however long it's going to to get up there. <laughs> I, anyway, joke's on him because he had to carry my bag. <laughs> You're like, me. Um, I'm going to try and pronounce this. Okay. Dione, Dione, she is an Irish term that means fairy folk. Mm. Um, and the Irish term is also she, but it's spelled a little bit different. It's spelled like Irish way. Um, some places also call fairies little people, which rude. That is rude. I'm gonna just say rude. <clears throat> and in folklore and legends, especially in Scotland. Fairies have been known to curdle milk, they can sicken your cattle, they can steal babies, they will lead weary travellers, aka Lauren going up she Hallian, into bogs. Uh apparently they've struck folk dead with an elf bolt. Um and if you're lucky, they might guide you out of a dark forest if you became lost. Sometimes people go back to their house and it's been cleaned from top to bottom. Um, they save people from storms or they will ensure you never go hungry and show you where to fish back in the day. And they're also associated with rituals. Mm. And they've been described as cruel or as kind as the world around them. So they're basically kind of holding up a mirror to, to society, to human nature. And if you're a dick, they will be a dick back and vice versa. They've been reported to be responsible for revenge on those who have upset them. Uh, they'll make crops fail or misfortune them. And yeah, I wrote that they're kind of a metaphorical mirror to human nature, reflecting back how they are treated by us. And one of the best descriptions of fairies that I found was on this website, Nordic Visitor, and I'll put all the links in the show notes. But they said, imagine a time before scientific reasoning could explain the sudden shifts in Scotland's fickle weather. You will start to understand how Scottish mythology emerged. True. Which, like, going from, like, rainy to sunny, they're like, that's the fairies. <laughs> I mean, they've been working overtime recently. 
not wrong. I have to say the only place that changes weather faster than Scotland is New Bloody Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, so the recurring motif of legends about fairies is the need to war them off. And people, especially in the Middle Ages, in the Highlands especially, uh, would use protective charms to ward off fairies. So these could include four leaf clovers, some people put out food, uh, some people wore out clothing inside and out, they wore or rang church bells, and they were also said to haunt specific locations, and I'll get into them at the end. Um, notice the use of the word haunt, so some people are a bit scared of them, you know. Um, and before the invention or, you know, the time of modern medicine, people would blame illness and sickness on fairies. One of the main illnesses that was blamed on fairies was tuberculosis, which throwback to our episode on um, Waverly Hills Sanatorium. Give me throwbacks. And people who were born with like birth deformities, genetic disorders, they were often blamed on fairies or fair folk. Fairies associate themselves strongly with the colour green, uh, and this colour is said to belong to them. So if you want to meet a fairy and be on their good side, you must never, ever wear green because they take this as an insult. You must never be rude to a fairy. They're very sensitive and they do not take insolence lightly. So if you're rude to them, expect shit to happen to you. Most importantly, they do not actually like to be called fairies, but fair folk. And fairies have kind of been called the balance of good and evil. And there's fairies reported all over Scotland, from lochs to mountains. Uh, But in general, they're pretty private and not a lot of people will see them. Any invasion into their private space will bring revenge upon you if you're a dick. And you might be blessed with good luck if you are kind to them. But certain fairies you're warned completely against seeing, trying to see. So just a little bit about the history of what fairies actually are. Uh, There's fairies that fairies were adopted from and influenced by the peris, which are Persian mythology. Peris were angelic beings and they were mentioned in pre-Islamic Persia as early as the Achaemenid Empire, which is founded in 550 BC, so a long time ago. Peris were described in Persian works in great detail and they were described as these beautiful, ethereal, glowing, fair, extravagant nature spirits with beautiful wings. And they believe that immigration or migration from kind of Eurasia into Scotland influenced fairies as we know them today. They're a really strong part of Celtic heritage. Is it Celtic or Celtic for Scotland? Is it Celtic? Celtic, babes. Celtic. Celtic um, heritage. There is no single origin of fairies, but they're rather like kind of a collective mythology from all these different cultures. And I'm going to go through some of like the the earliest descriptions of fairies and you're going to fucking love this Lauren because it's so up your street I can't even tell you we have a little throwback to a previous episode in here as well so the very first kind of description in the middle ages of fairies was actually used as an adjective so that adjective was used to describe something enchanted or magical you would use fairy Um, so you'd be like I'm having a fairy MD 2020 (laughs) etc some beliefs were that fairies were demoted angels or demons Uh, there were deities and pagan beliefs 
So I'm going to go in depth into all of these. So the first history is that fairies are demoted angels. This is where we're going to throw back to the Witches of North Berwick episode, The Witch Trials, and we're going to mention King James I again. His dissertation, Demonologies, stated the term fairies as a like-by-like for demonic entities. So he likened fairies as witches, sorcerers. This was published in 1603. And the attitude towards fairies was that they were an unholy demonic being. And a recorded Christian belief in the 17th century cast all fairies as demons. This perspective grew more popular with the rise of Puritanism in the Reformed Church of England. And that kind of carried on until the 1900s. Then Sir Arthur Conan Doyle in 1922 wrote The Coming of the Fairies, the Theosophic View of Fairies. And here he likened fairies to butterflies. He stated that fairies were an essential link between the sun's energy and plants and growth on earth. They described them as small, hazy and luminous, clouds of colour with sparkly nuclei. And he wrote these words. He said, that growth of a plant, which we regard as the customary and inevitable result of associating with the three factors of sun, seed and soil, would never take place if fairy builders were absent. So he was he was for the fairies. Pagan beliefs mm. in the past have felt that fairies are deities to be worshipped and likened them to nymphs and tree spirits. Other beliefs were that fairies were actually spirits of dead people, particularly those who had a death that was deemed untimely. And there's also a mention in outdated theory and folklore, which goes back to prehistoric times, that fairies are hidden people with humanoid features. So they're kind of like this secret race that are hiding in complete secrecy from from us and that goes back to the stone age which is wild wow um i'm just going to end this part here and then i'll go send you another link for the next part mm-hmm. that's cool. two seconds so that's a little bit of information about fairies now i'm going to speak about the places in scotland where you can actually see them like stage by the way, I'm. I was promising myself before work tomorrow in the dark. Well, nearly in the dark. I was going to go a walk up the hill, up Fenlaw, which is not far from my house. And you know, there's like a huge like that's where all the witches were, which I'm going to do an episode on. By the way, were put to death up there. But there is something a bit weird about the woods up there. And now you've got me freaking out about it. Don't go walk up there then, babes. No, I don't think I will. Maybe with some day, but not myself. No. Although, anyway, sorry. No, no, don't worry. Uh, so the first fairy I'm going to speak about, and, and again, I'll put these links in the, sh- the show notes, but this was from Kate McRitchie, who speaks a lot about uh, Scottish folklore and stuff. She's absolutely fabulous. So credit to her for this. Um, so the first one I'm going to talk about is the fairy called Gilly Dew of Gearloch. Now, I know the Gilly Dew as a place where I've been steaming, Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) It's a bar in Edinburgh, but obviously now we know what it's named after. So, the Gilly Dew is one of the most infamous fairies in Scotland. And it's actually older than the forest he is said to inhabit, is the Caledonian forest. Very shy and kind of keeps himself to himself. And he's said to closely guard the precious trees in the forest and because they're sacred to the druids that once cast their spells there. And the Gilly Dew was last seen in Gearloch in 
the 1700s. Mm. Um, so I'll put this photo on our Instagram. I don't know if you can see the photo, Lauren. Um, but yeah, he was last seen in the late 1700s and he was said to provide a shelter for a child who was lost in the forest. Um, mm-hmm. So he used to live inside an ancient tree in the Highland um, Hertshire. And he lived in the tree that was over 3,000 years old. So if you do find the Gillydew, and he's very elusive and hard to find, so you probably won't. Gillydew translates to dark poor lad, so you know what to look for. He will never, you know, cause or mean any harm. He's pretty shy, he's pretty quiet, he will not approach you. But if you do come across him, he will help by the sense of things. Oh, that's nice. <clears throat> Keeps himself to himself. The next one are the Selkies of the Orkney Isles. So Selkies are fairies of the sea. Uh, they appear as seals in the water and on, sh- on shore. Uh, they will shed their skin and become human humanoid in their form. Without their skin, they can't return to the kingdom they live in under the sea. This sounds so magical. Mm-hmm. Well, they actually be a fairy. Anyway. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, many, many of the Selkie stories end sadly when a fisherman forces the Selkie to be his wife and bear him children. And they steal her seal skin to do that. Um, any opportunity that comes, the Selkie will reclaim the seal skin and return home despite the love she has for the children she's bared, bared, born, bore, bore. I think is it bear? Bore. <laughs> I got there in the end. <laughs> um, Selkie translates to seal folk, native to Orkney, like I said, and they often will come into contact with humans. <clears throat> One of the best known. Encounters is between uh, a Selkie lover and a maiden, and it's recounted in the haunting ballad The Great Selkie of Sulskeri. Um, so yeah, they've been seen quite recently as well. See, for being Scottish, trying to pronounce all of this, I just read the next one. I'm like, oh, Jesus, that was like me last week with the bloody bothies or whatever. Mm. Like, I, honestly, when they start doing Gaelic classes, I'm too central belty now for it. I'm so <laughs> We're belted in pure belty. Um, okay, the Loiriag of Ben Benbecula, it's south east. Okay, Loiriag dwells on the slopes of Benmore, which is south east's highest mountain. She loves milk. What a vibe. Me too. I love milk. I wonder if she likes blue milk. I hate milk. You do hate milk and you still get food. And I'm like, eat it. I hate (laughs) milk. I've got actually two cartons downstairs because, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll, come and get them. (laughs) I'm not going to use them. I don't know if it's because I, as a child, had an allergy to milk. My mom used to give me soy milk until I was about probably three. And maybe it's the deprivation as a child. I don't know. I fucking love milk now. Um, so, anyway. She loves milk. Same babes. Uh, she loves music. Same babes. And um, she will render a weaver's web too thin if they sing out of tune. I don't know what that means. A, a weaver? Like someone who is a I, weaver? I know, what that, I know what a weaver is, but she will render their web too thin if they sing out of tune. 
Well, it must be if somebody sings while they're working and then oh, okay. she'll break it. So she's a bit of a dick. She just loves quality voice. <laughs> quality <laughs> like voice. <Simon> <laughs> like some people have it and you don't have it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> With her ribs. Okay. Um, she would also distract farmers that were work there, um, curse their cattle so they wouldn't move. And only if she was offered milk would she leave them alone. What a mood. <laughs> well, I'd be ready to give her all the milk I've got my friend. Like, listen, babe, sometime McQueen once a week. Here you are. Here you go, You always get rid of her. Um, <laughs> a local on Kate McRitchie's website says, because Ben Moore was always eerie, the, the legend of the Loriag made it more eerie. <laughs> Gloriag is a small knight of womanhood. She does not belong to this world, but to the world thither. So bad it being Scottish. Thither. She was wont to drive the people out of their heart shrine with fear. As an aside, Gloriag can be translated from Gaelic to mean shaggy cow, a plump girl, a pancake, or a water sprite. Get me a stack of Gloriags with maple syrup. I thought if you saw the Loriag and you like faced it or something like that, you'd die or somebody would die in your family. I thought that was a lore as well around her. Robs, babes. Sounds sounds like mayhem's a foot anyway. Does. Um the next one I'm gonna talk about is Kelpies. Which I did not realise the Kelpies were an actually feared thing. Oh my god, that was my ill blood in far. Sorry. Everyone um this is just reminding me of the brownies because I was in the brownies when I was young. I don't know if you oh, were as well. And yeah, I was. Yeah. Sure. Was I in the Kelpies? I can't remember. I was in one of them. I was in the Imps. Were you in the Imps, were you? Maybe I was in it. No, I was a Kelpie, I'm pretty sure. I'll need to check with my definitely school pal. It was definitely, I remember being an Imp. Um, okay, Kelpies. They are also water fairies and they're found in Falkirk. They are malevolent in nature. And they take on the form of a beautiful horse or a handsome young man. Oh. Is there a single Kelpie near me? <laughs> Beware, both forms will take you, women or children, to a watery grave. And if you're foolish enough to mount the Kelpie, <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find it impossible to tear free from its magical sticky hide. And in human form, the Kelpie is betrayed by the bindweed da- tangling in its hair. The Kelpies can be found near any river or loch or any kind of stagnant moor. Only if you have the Clan McGregor's magical bridle to hand, you might be able to tame the Kelpie. And also, side note, if you drive past them, fabulous architecture. <laughs> I know, it is quite quite a thing. Um, or as Eve says, the horses, when we drive past them. Mm-hmm. Last one I'm going to talk about is the. Oh, I just can't. I can't talk. I can't talk Scottish too much. It's fine. I'm sure. That, I'm sure we'll get there eventually. Okay. The Beoffin Sea, she, off Slane's Castle, Aberdeen. Side note: There's a Slane's Castle in Aberdeen pub. <laughs> nice. Absolutely brilliant. No, it's not brilliant, but it's good fun. It's... Oh wait, my bro- my brother used to be the used to work there. He was a barman at Up. Yeah, he totally was. He used to work in the kitchens as well. No, he didn't. Like... Yeah, he probably did too. 
I'll get on many a Tinder date there. He probably served you and your Tinder date. Probably did. Half of them were arseholes, but yeah. Um, oh, I love slings. And they have like, you would like it. Well, I'm sure your brother told you this. But they, I've they been in have, it. Um, oh, you've been in it. But you know how they have the cocktails that are named after like um, Norse gods? So there's oh, like yeah. fur and stuff like that. Really cool. Um, but the actual Slane's Castles in Cruden Bay in Aberdeenshire, it's not in Aberdeen. It's, it's gorgeous though. So if you visit the ruins there on a dark night, you might with, with, uh, <laughs> you might witness dark shapes coming out of the har. These are the Baven She, which are blood-sucking fairy women, and they prey on the local fishermen. They also haunt the sad, lonely glens and moors around the area. They wear green, they have green eyes, and they are said to completely entrance men as they walk past them, lure them into dance, and then they sink their fangs into their neck. Vampire vibes. So your way to protect yourself against these are um, iron. So not like a iron and iron, like as in like the mineral iron. <laughs> Imagine us. I would just get my iron tablets. <laughs> just wave some bit of sulfate at them. Like, woo. Just dangle some irons from us. <laughs> and so apparently this castle was what inspired Bram Stoker to write Dracula. Wonder if he knew about these fairies. Um, I'm sure there's I'm I'm actually gonna watch Most Wanted after this because I'm sure there's a slain episode. I'm sure there is. Um so I would not advise going there at night then, to be honest. But the beach nearby is gorge. Is it? Yes. I had a placement there. Cruden Bay's goals. Like I can remember going to see somebody who lived in this lovely, beautiful house with like big open windows where you could see all of the bay over the golf course I bet they got it for a song as well back in the day Uh honestly I was just like oh this is the dream it's so nice there hold the blood sucking fairies (laughs) it's goals Um, so yeah that's a little bit about Scottish fairies I hope you (gasps) like I love all this type of stuff. Like, it just sings to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, those bad bitches. It's so interesting. Um, so interesting. It's really interesting. We should really do... In fact, I'm sure there's, like, a spooked... Remember that Gail Porter thing that was out, like, that we reference every so often on the pod? They <laughs> did an episode, I'm sure, where they I don't know if they were in Sky or somewhere like that, and they were, like, saying that they heard fairies and stuff like that speaking yeah. to them on their fucking like ep whatever it's called and stuff they were in the highlands somewhere weren't they definitely in the highlands i can't remember whereabouts but like um that was another episode where like gail was literally like gail wasn't in it (laughs) yeah she was just like right guys i'm too scared see you back in the car but um i started this episode present and now i can't (laughs) (laughs) but like i love all that i'd love to go up and visit these places like there's the fairy bogs and um the fairy pools sorry and sky i've been have you been there? Yeah. Are they good? Yeah. Sky's oh, sky is magical. I know, but I've heard it's so overrun by tourists now. It's even it's hard to get to them, which is really depressing. Definitely the fairy pools. Um, 
I climbed to Old Manus, well, partway climbed to Old Manus store, and then I had like raging asthma. My lips started turning blue. So I had to turn oh, back. Fuck. Yeah, it was not great. But honestly, like, oh, it's just so gorgeous. Portrait, like, looks like Balamori. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely doing a folk festival up there this I year. I would love that. I would love that. We should go on a wee road trip. I really want to do the North Coast 500, actually, this summer, if you're game. Yeah, I'm totally game for that. Like, to I'm up for it. Are we staying in a bothy, though, or is that too funny? I'd say, actually, I'd stay in a bothy, but I think we should get a camper van. We should use our money and get one. Combine and get one, and then we can go and go fronts. Yeah, we could. We're so good. We should so do that. Let's do that. Let's do it. Um, I hope you like this episode on fairies. Um, I did. Brilliant. And I hope our listeners do too. Hmm. hope you guys enjoyed it. I thought it was quite cool. And it's actually quite nice to do an episode that didn't terrify me for a change, but especially when I'm in doctor's accommodation that's definitely haunted. I know. I know what you mean. You sort of do a little bit of light fairy action. Um, no, fantastic episode. Thank you so much, Olivia. Amazing research, Kevin. You're so busy this week. So busy. I've got blocked nostrils. But listen, we thrive. We do thrive. Thank you guys for listening. Just a reminder to sign up to our Patreon. Uh, Is this place haunted? If you want some more fun, it. Follow our Instagram, all that fun stuff. And also, please do rate and review. Rate and review on iTunes and Spotify and all that it really it really does help it does help and we need like we need more people to rate and review us and by the way give us constructive feedback as well like don't feel that you can say don't be mean though keep the vibes positive but also be constructive which is fair unless we're just like so hilarious there's nothing to change yeah probs probs And thank you for listening. We'll see you next week for another episode. See you next week, guys. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.